Welcome to Beyond Books, a bi-weekly radio program and podcast produced through CHMR-FM about all the possibilities the St. John's Public Libraries have to offer. And welcome to this week's edition of Beyond Books, the radio program and podcast produced with the St. John's Public Library System, where we talk about all things library and book related. I'm one of your hosts, Hans Rollman. And I'm Leah Locke. How are you doing this week, Leah? I'm good. It's like, it's, it's so gray and wet and damp. Yeah. It's not raining. Winter, winter is here. <laughs> winter is here. It is here. We've put up our Christmas lights, though, so it's sparkly and twinkly in our house. And we've done the same thing here at the station. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah, there's a really nice ambience here at the radio station over the holidays. You know, you turn out the lights, you've just got all these sparkly lights and decorations and Christmas trees and all kinds of cool stuff. And it uh, makes for a, a nice, nice atmosphere. It does. We we have that same thing happening right now at the libraries, too. We had over at the AC Hunter Library, we had our tree decorating program with Eric White. That is really, really popular. People are just clamoring to get to this really popular program. And um, so he's done a lovely um, sort of red and green themed tree this year. And it's beautiful. It's up on our adult library. And then we've got all of our Christmas books out. So it's really a pleasure to walk by. Um, and down in our children's library, they have all the Hanukkah books out, which is really wonderful cool. as well, because Hanukkah happens, I think, on the second this year. Mm-hmm. So we're getting ready to to celebrate those things. So yeah, so lots of lots of festivities at the libraries too. Wonderful, yeah. And it's been a, a while. We had a bit of a hiatus because of the uh, Remembrance Day holiday, mm-hmm. so we uh, kind of skipped a, a week of programming there. So uh, it's good to be back and talking about upcoming library events because there's a lot of them aren't there well there are we're starting to wind down a little bit right now but we've had a really great um we had a really great fall there's been some really cool things um but let's see what's on the go here what's coming up so over at michael donovan on uh, topsail road we've got a drop-in story time happening on saturday december 15th at 11 a.m so you don't have to call for that one you can just pop in it's a really great thing to do on kind of a a blah kind of cold or you know snowy day you're looking for something fun to do with the kids that's a really great thing to do they're also having a winter craft night on wednesday december 19th at 7 p.m and they're going to make little snow globes so i think that's going to be fabulous i love snow globes Me too. they're one of my favorite things in the world I, they're wonderful you're making snow globes. i guess they're making snow globes now i've never made a snow globe and i can't speak on behalf of how they're going to do it but i have absolutely no doubts that it's going to be a wonderful event that's so exciting a couple of years ago uh i was lucky enough i spent christmas in spain where was i I think it might have been in Barcelona, but there was this amazing uh, kind of festival where they had these this whole square full of life-sized snow globes. Oh my gosh! It was purely magical. So there was like snow machines inside these giant snow globes, and you just walked around them like a, a big maze. And it was oh, it was magical for me because I I have this obsession with snow globes. I have ever since I was really little. Oh my gosh! You should go make one. I might. <laughs> and you know what? They're so crafty over at the uh, Michael Donovan. They always have really interesting things for the kids to create. So that, again, is snow globe making and winter craft night on Wednesday, December 19th at 7 p.m. That is a registered event, so please give them a call, 737-2621, or check out their Facebook page for more information. Um, over at uh, Marjorie Muse. So every year, the Marjorie Muse Public Library has had been having a Mummer's Kitchen party for 
I, I think I think if I'm not mistaken, this is their fifth or sixth year where they're having it. Um, it's the Mummers and the Poppers. They come and they play some music. There's going to be um, a really wonderful sort of uh, mummering celebration. They're going to sing. They're going to dance. They're going to hear stories. It's a wonderful time. People love this event. And I know the staff are just thrilled every year to host this event again. I think I'm going to take my kids this year. We haven't been able to go in years past, but I'm really looking forward to being able to participate again. So that's on December the 6th at 630. That's also a drop-in program. So don't hesitate to go over and have a great time. That's right around the mummers festivities anyway. Yeah right so it's a really wonderful tie-in to what's happening in the community i think it's fabulous nice um over at the ac hunter library so we're starting to wind down over there in our adult library so we have our very last art hive is happening on wednesday december the 12th so please come and create uh, meet some community members and just see what you can explore about yourself through your artwork so that's wednesday december the 12th at three o'clock and it's the last one because if i'm not mistaken they're going to be having their own archives in town so yeah it's going to be really great mm. so we were thrilled to be able to be um to, to be a part of this project for well over a year now a year and a half and be able to uh, to help promote art and uh art making and community building but down in our children's library, we have a few different things that are pretty cool. So there's going to be a drop-in playgroup on Friday, December the 7th and the 14th at 9.30. So if you have little ones, you're looking for something to do on a Friday morning, that's a great opportunity to, to get them out and meet some other people. There's a drop-in family Lego zone on Tuesday, December 11th at 6.30. And there are going to be Christmas story times on Wednesday, December the 12th. There's two of them, one at 10.30 and one one at 3.30. So make sure that you, if you can, that you pop in and you see it. Susan Rubin, our children's, one of our children's library staff, she is exceptional and she does a fabulous holiday um, program every year. So if you can pop in to see them, that would be wonderful. If you need any more information about any of these programs, please check us out online. Each library has its own Facebook page. Give us a follow on that. And while you can't register on Facebook, you can certainly um, check out what's going on and then give our branches a call. So if you have any more questions about the Children's Library, give us a call at 737-3953 and we'll register you for some of those wonderful upcoming programs. Okay, so maybe not the quantity of events that we have during the regular part of the year, but some really quality events coming up there. Oh, absolutely. Um, and you know what? Everything sort of calms down a little bit over, you know, as we get closer to Christmas because people are on vacation, you know, and you, you never can tell with the weather you know, what kind of what kind of a, a day you're going to have and stuff like that. So while we are, we're, we're getting a little bit um, slower on the programming right now, but that's going to pick up again in January. So stay tuned. Is there getting a bit ahead of ourselves because we're, we're, you know, we're still in November and we've still got at least one more podcast before we wind uh, this down for the holidays. But um, is there going to be a like a holiday closure over the over Christmas, New Year's? For we the will be closed over the holidays. So we will be closed on Tuesday, December 25th and Wednesday, December 26th. And we will also be closed on Tuesday, January 1st for New Year's. So Christmas Day, Boxing Day, and New Year's Day. Okay, so there'll still be opportunities to come in during the holidays. Because that's one of the things, I mean, I'm, I'm going away for the holidays. But if I weren't, um, you know, that's one of the things I would definitely do is stock up on uh, books and oh, movies. Oh, yes, and cozy books to read stuff. over the holidays. Yeah. I have to tell you, so I, I was talking with... I, 
I think it was Emily who's been on this podcast many times now. She's our um, our lending services librarian. She orders all the adult fiction, and she has this story that she likes to tell about a couple that would come into the library every Christmas Eve and. As a gift to each other, what they would do is they'd come in and each would pick out a book for the other and they'd borrow the book, then they'd go home and they'd read the book. And that was their Christmas Eve tradition. And I fell so in love with that tradition. I thought, what a beautiful way to celebrate you know, your your yourself, your partner, your interests and literacy all together and wrap it all up in a nice Christmas package. I thought that was lovely. That is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. Isn't it beautiful? Wow. And over in um so we're we're moving really far away now. We're gonna go overseas over I think in Sweden, I think is where they do it. Um that's what they that's what they exchange on Christmas Eve. It's a tradition there where they exchange um, books with one another and they spend Christmas Eve reading. And I keep saying to my family, like, when can we move there? <laughs> when can that be our tradition? Because that's all I want to do anyway. Yeah, that's my ideal. Wow. Yeah, isn't it wonderful? Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of Christmas things out and holiday things. I shouldn't just um, talk about Christmas, but we do have a lot of holiday displays and holiday books out and available to you. So if you uh, have an opportunity to pick any of those up, you should go in and it's that time of the year right now I know all I want to read are cozy holiday themed domestic fiction that's all I want to read that's it and that's all I've been reading for about a week now that's that's (laughs) legit I if you listen to this regularly I often read a lot I read a lot of really heavy depressing nonfiction. but I'm moving away from that I'm stocking up on all the great fiction and you know, thrillers and stuff that I don't read enough of during the regular year. Yeah, it's a great time to do that. So moving forward, one thing I do want to talk about, and we're going to hear more about it from our Newfoundland and Labrador librarian, Jewel Cousins, in a minute. But something that's really exciting is our upcoming um, NL Reads event that we hosted last year for the first time. Um, It is a celebration of Newfoundland and Labrador writers and books, uh, publishers as well, I suppose. And um, also, like, so what it is, is is four people get together, they each have a book, they have to defend this book, and the public gets to vote on who's going to win. So last year, The Last Beothic by Gary Collins won, and it was defended by actually a library staff person named Dan Murphy, and uh, did an excellent job, actually, as soon as it was over, I was like, okay, now I got to go read that book, because he did such a good job defending it, and sent us a Wonderful. And Gary Collins was so fabulous and so uh, it meant so much to him to win. So the first ever NL Reads, that was him. So now we're doing it again and it's not happening until February. But the reason I'm going to mention it today is because since November the 1st, we've launched the event. So every month leading up until um, February, all these books, one book per month will be available in unlimited access to our patrons through Overdrive or through your Libby app on your smart device. Um, so we'd really like to encourage any of our listeners and all of our patrons, if they'd like to participate, no matter where you are on the island, you can access these books and you can participate in this big gala event that we're hosting annually now. So in a few minutes, Jewel's going to talk to us a little bit about what that event's going to look like, what the books are, 
who the reader advocates are, and uh, and how you can participate as well. It's going to be a wonderful thing. That, it's really exciting, and I love that the books are all going to be available because you know one of one of the good things about these events. I'm always struggling to uh, find people to talk to about the books that I read, and it's really nice to know that you know when you have a group of people who's reading a book, and uh, you, you can talk about it with them, and you know debate, and so that's really exciting. Yeah, it's going to be fabulous. There's some really great things up, and I get to advocate for a book this year, so I'm really excited. But I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to let Jewel do it. Okay. <laughs> Until it's my turn. And, and uh, Jewel's gonna give an overview of what books are up all the books all the dates and all of the great things coming with the program all right let's take a listen to that shall we sure newfoundland and labrador's battle of the books take four books mix in four opinions all to get one winner nl reads is the crown and the jewel of our month-long love our local authors celebration which takes place in february across all of our 94 public libraries nl reads is the battle of four newfoundland and labrador novels to earn the top coveted title of must-read book of the year. Last year, that honor went to Gary Collins for his novel, The Last Beothic. You can read along by borrowing the book from the library, by taking out one of our book club kits to go, or by downloading the book from our e-library service using the Libby app. We have arranged a special e-book promotion so that each of the books is available with unlimited downloads during the month that it is featured. Some of the titles are also available through SELA, or the Center for Equitable Library Access for anyone who needs audio, DAISY, or Braille. To access SELA, go to our website and click on the Digital Library. Here's a list of the books, the authors, a description of the book, and the reader advocate who will be the champion. In November 2018, Most Anything You Please by Trudy Morgan Cole, published by Breakwater Books. The reader advocate is Stephanie Tobin, a reporter from CBC. Here's a short teaser. Bing! That's the sound that has defined the lives of three generations of Holloway women who have operated a convenience store in the working-class neighborhood of Rabbit Town in St. John's, where every customer has their own story. Trudy Morgan Cole tells the tale of decades of Holloway women, Ellen, Audrey, and Rachel, their lives, their livelihood, their loves, their livelihood in the times of great change, starting during the Second World War. This novel captures the spirit of a community and the women who hold it together, revealing bonds that break and ties that bind. In December 2018, the featured book is End of Music by Jamie Fitzpatrick, published by Breakwater Books. The reader advocate is Leah Chason-Lock, a librarian. In his novel, Jamie Fitzpatrick's two mesmerizing interwoven narratives circle the lives of Joyce, a modern young woman navigating the fraught social mores of Gander, a small town in its post-war heyday, and then her son Carter, more than 50 years later. Carter, whose days as an aspiring rock star are over, is haunted by his past as Joyce's memory of her past has begun to escape her. Both brilliant and unflinching, their inner lives are revealed with two startling twists about men and women and the reckoning with your past. To start off the new year in January 2019, read your way through Boat People by Sharon Bala, published by McClellan and Stewart. The reader advocate is Hassan High, one of our library patrons. The Boat People is an extraordinary story about a group of refugees who survive a perilous ocean voyage only to face the threat of deportation and accusations of terrorism. When a rusty cargo boat carrying Mahindan and 500 other fellow refugees from Sri Lankan's bloody civil war reaches the shores of Vancouver, 
the young father thinks that finally he and his six-year-old son can start a new life. Instead, the group is thrown into a detention processing center and amid rumors that some of the boat people are members of a separatist militist organization, the refugees become subject to heavy interrogation. Will a desperate act taken in Sri Lanka to fund their escape jeopardize Mahindan's and his son's chances? This story is told through the alternating perspectives of Mahindan, his lawyer Priya, and Grace, the adjudicator who must decide their fate. The Boat People is a spellbinding and timely novel that provokes a compassionate lens through which to view the current refugee crisis. February 2019, we'll see you reading Something for Everyone by Lisa Moore, published by House of Anansi. The reader advocate is Maggie Burton, one of our city councillors. These short stories show us the timeless, the tragic, and the miraculous hidden in the underbelly of our everyday lives and takes us from the fjord of eternity to the streets of St. John's and the swamps of Orlando. What does a missing rock god who jumped off a cruise ship, a grieving young woman who may live next door to a serial rapist, and another man in his last day on earth have in common? The beautiful prose of Lisa Moore as she captures her attention. So now you know what to read and when to read. How can you help decide the winner? Go to the library, borrow the books, visit our e-library to download the e-book, or buy your own copies and support our local authors. You can vote in person at, the, at your library using a paper ballot or online on our poll on our website at www.nlpl.ca. The gala event... NL Reads 2019 will take place on Thursday, February the 28th, 2019, starting at 6.30 in the AC Hunter Library in the Arts and Culture Center in St. John's. We will be live streaming the event and several libraries across the province will have special showing times. Come to the AC Hunter Library and listen as our four reader advocates will champion their book. Fred Hutton of CBC's The St. John's Morning Show will be the moderator and will give you an opportunity to ask questions and offer your take on the books. Come along, listen, meet the authors, and help decide the casting vote. For more information, visit our website at www.nlpl.ca. This is Jewel Cousins speaking, the Newfoundland and Labrador Collections Librarian for the Newfoundland and Labrador Public Libraries. Thank you. Did you know the Newfoundland and Labrador Public Library System features 94 libraries located in all parts of the island and Labrador, including three locations in St. John's. To find your local library and learn about all the great programming and events happening near you, go to nlpl.ca or call the Provincial Resource Division Reference Desk at 737-3950. The library system is a public service for Newfoundland and Labrador. Explore the possibilities. And we're back here on Beyond Books, the podcast all about libraries and books. So hopefully, uh, so you heard there uh, before the break, you heard Jewel Cousins talking about the uh, the NL reads, and so hopefully you'll get involved and read the books and talk about them and and take advantage of this wonderful opportunity. We're going to talk about some books now that we've read. 
Yes. Oh my gosh, Hans, I need to tell you about this book. So last year, the best book that I read last year was a book called Beartown by Frederick Bachman. I remember. Do you remember? You talk, yeah. and I, I would talk about it ad nauseum with anybody who would listen to me. So Frederick Bachman actually wrote a sequel to Beartown called Us Against You. Uh-huh. And it picks up very soon after the events of Beartown ended. And so Beartown is about a small town, um, a very, very, very small town that is dying out, but it has a hockey team that's holding it together. And all of the community members, everybody is connected through this hockey team. And they are on their way to being the best. They just have to beat this one other team and they are on their way to being the best. And then the star player gets embroiled in a sexual assault with actually the general manager's daughter. And from there, factions are created and divides are created within the community. And there's a fallout, and that's sort of where we end off. And then Us Against You picks up after that with the characters that have stayed behind. So Mm -hmm. a lot of the characters from the first book end up moving that they don't want to have anything to do with this. They end up moving to the neighboring community who is the hockey team that they sort of had to defeat. And now they're playing on this hockey team. So now there's an even bigger discord between the two communities. So this is the story about the people that stayed behind and how they can build their community back up, build their rank back up, and inspire a new generation of hockey players. And something that I loved the most about this book in particular is that the old coach is out and the new coach that comes in is a woman and she has to coach you know, these late teen, early adult men. So she's dealing with that, the discord uh-huh. <laughs> that comes with that. I'm not eloquent today. And... Um, so her storyline is really great. And she's not she's not your typical woman. She's not emotional at all. She's not particularly sensitive at all. She just she's there to do her job. And so she's setting the stage for what uh, women can bring to this part of this this part of society. And then you have, you know, the the team captain or the team leader, the person that everybody wants to see lead. He's got he's he's in the closet. He's hiding who he is and then he's outed in a very terrible way and how he has to deal with that um, and then of course you know there's there's people bullying the family that have stayed behind we've got this whole part about the survivor from the sexual assault and how she gets to move ahead with that and how her family deals with that and what that looks like for their family how that's affected them on more levels than one and it is such an incredible study in character development and humanity i love this book i love the two of them together combined into one story might be my favorite book period that's fantastic it's always exciting when a sequel lives up to its predecessor it does um wow i bet there'll be a really gorgeous box set put out at some point containing oh, these two books maybe i hope so i just <laughs> i love it so much and he's just released also um some short holiday stories Ooh. which i didn't know about until this weekend i found out so um i'm expecting that in my stocking wow <laughs> i've asked okay. santa for his short story collection <laughs> but i yeah no it is fabulous so if you get a chance to read bear town i strongly sus- er, recommend that you follow it up with us against you it's lovely fantastic Okay, great. I just completed, so this would make probably a great Christmas gift for a literary lover in your life. This is, it's the Penguin Book of Japanese Short Stories. So it's a new collection of Japanese short stories. This is a really good collection. One of the things I like is there's, oh, uh, I forget how, there's like 20, 
30, 30, over 30, I think, stories in it. And it really combines some of the classics, you know, that you find in, in very commonly in collections, but with a lot of uh, otherwise... I wouldn't say unknown authors, but authors who are not otherwise found in English translation. So, oh. yeah, so there's a lot of newer and more recent writers featured in the collection as well, uh, which is one of the really good things. A lot of Japanese short story collections are presented uh, chronologically, you know, going through different periods, uh, literary periods. But this one uh, folk goes thematically. So it groups stories together according to different themes or, or ideas. So you have sort of classic, you, you know, um, 19th century writers combined with uh, very contemporary uh, authors as well, uh, which is nice. So, you know, some of the themes are Japan and the West. That's a co- very common theme, actually, that, that crops up in, in a lot of the sections. Uh, men and women, nature and memory, Red disasters. Uh, that was a really interesting section because there's a number of stories, not just about um, older disasters like earthquakes from the early part of the 20th century. There's several pieces about the atomic bombings, and w- one of them actually, uh, I've read a, a lot of pieces about Hir- Hiroshima because there are a lot of stories written uh, about uh, the atomic bombing of Hiroshima. But there's also one about Nagasaki, which is less common. I find in uh, to find in English translation, but also there's stories um, about the more recent the Fukushima uh, nuclear meltdowns and oh. the tsunami, and so it's really interesting to see people grappling with these uh, disasters and tragedies in the form of literature. Um, yeah, so it's a really uh, I thought it was a really great collection, um, all kinds of styles and and uh, and authors um, for. Pretty much all tastes. Is there is there any illustrated stories in there? Are there any manga in there, or is it there all text? are there are not, which is interesting because uh, yeah, I do find some of the other collections I have will often include at least one or two manga uh, in there as well. But uh, this is this one is all text. I love the cover. Oh my gosh, the cover is so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really striking. It's uh, like it's a bright pink book. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can go wrong with a bright pink book. Yeah, not how at all. lovely that must look on the shelf. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so there's a couple of books uh, to check out. That's right. And when we come back in a couple of weeks, we're going to talk about, we'll have some staff recommendations about holiday books that they really enjoy, things that, or, or even films. So I've asked people to really, you know, think about all the things that you can take out from the library that you really enjoy over the holiday. So I have some recommendations coming um, about that. And we're also going to talk about the best books that we read this past year. I am super excited. Oh, I'm gonna, me too. I keep track of all the books I read. So me too. <laughs> yeah, I'll be going through the list and checking it twice this <laughs> this this week. So I'll have some some good picks ready for that episode. That's wonderful. So yes, so we'll see you soon. All right, see you in a couple of weeks. Happy reading. You've been listening to Beyond Books, the podcast that looks at what's happening at the St. John's Public Libraries with your hosts Leah Locke and Hans Rollman. We'll be back again in about two weeks. Until then, make sure you get out and enjoy your public libraries. Explore the possibilities. <laughs>